can feel it down in my plums. When I hear a sound, I rap at the door, my young son Gabriel walks in. My wife says, no, Gabriel, leave. I say, no, let the boy watch. Let the boy watch. He needs to learn the way I learned from my father. The way he learned from his father. <laughs> Let the boy watch. The way he learned from his father. Welcome back to Let the Boys Watch, an entertainment podcast brought to you by Going Gray Productions. Today we're going to be talking about the movie Rudy, starring Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> Follow Rudy along while he looks for a maybe a hotel spot to hold a press conference. Yeah, and the Four this, Seasons. And in this movie, Rudy, you know, the trials and tribulations he faces to finally find the Four Seasons total landscaping on the highway, uh, the side of a highway in Philadelphia. So, uh, you know, all the uh, fun antics that ensue. I think um, I watched the wrong movie, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. I watched the wrong movie. Actually, kidding. We're talking about the 1993 sports movie Rudy, starring Sean Astin. Oh my God, John Favreau, Ned Beatty, Charles S. Dutton, and Vince Vaughn. Uh, who was it directed by? As I'm not prepared, obviously. That's okay. I directed think I'm by... saying this right. David Anspaugh. David Anspaugh, I believe so. Yes. Um, alongside me. Obviously, I want to be your cause. My name is Robbie, but alongside me is the cuz. Cousin Benny, how you doing? Doing great, man. I just put my application in for Notre Dame. I'll let you know how it goes. All right, let me know. You got the grade, so I think you can get in. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> alongside us is another one of my calls. Our good friend Ryan. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing well, Robbie. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing great. I got a question for both of you. Please. Was Rudy offsides? Oh. oh my god, he got a head start big time. <laughs> in the movie, maybe not. In real life, eh, probably. Uh, I think there was a little bit, a little encroachment on Rudy's bit. part, but hey, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like Robbie said, this is let the boys watch. We watch uh movies that either one or all of us haven't seen. Typically, that means it's a movie Benny hasn't seen. Sometimes it's a movie Robbie hasn't seen as well. And rarely it's a movie I haven't seen, but we'll get there someday. <laughs> um, and typically they're, you know, like fun, nostalgic movies that a lot of people love. We throw up a vote um, every week for you to vote on the movie that we watch. Um, you can contact us via email at ltbwpodcast at gmail.com. And if you do, both of those things you're in for a treat benny tell them about it yeah so as announced on our instagram let the boys watch pod oh, on instagram one. uh we have a september sweeps sweepstakes oh boy uh that we've oh. been doing for the past month and only a few more chances to get yourself involved uh, by voting in our polls. Typically, they come out every Friday. Sometimes we sneak a, a surprise one in there. Uh, every vote you vote in the <laughs> September polls gets you an entry to win a $100 iTunes gift card or a movie theater gift card. It'll be your choice. Um, and there's a couple other ways you can enter. One is by writing us emails. Ryan said, ltbwpodcast at gmail.com. 
talk to us about the movie we just watched. Uh, if we read the email on the show and spoiler alert, we pretty much read them all. We'll give you another entry. And there's also three extra entries available to you by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you need help with how to do that, let us know and we'll help you. Just screenshot that review, send it to us, and you get three extra entries. Two more polls this month, this Friday and next Friday, and then the big drawing. You think maybe we'll throw in a, a super special one? A super special poll? Yeah, I don't know. That's we what should. that's what my wife calls me. Super special? <laughs> Super special Paul. I think that was I think <laughs> she I think, she definitely doesn't. Yeah, I think uh spoiler alert Rudy's nickname was super special. Also true. Rudy Rudiger. <laughs> um so yeah, so yeah, definitely enter our sweepstakes, vote on the polls, send us emails, interact with us, send us emails, you know, talk about Rudy, which we're talking about this week. Maybe one of the other movies we watched the past couple of weeks. You can always check those episodes out on your podcast feed. Um, or maybe suggest some movies to us that we should watch. We're always open for suggestions. Um, so, yeah, whatever you want to do to email uh, to get in touch with us, please do so. I mean, give us a text. You probably have our phone numbers. Um, so, I believe Benny was the one who had never seen Rudy before, correct? Surprise, yes, it was me. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> Robbie, how long has it been since you've seen Rudy? Uh, probably high school. Wow. So probably five years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, probably, like, probably 20 years ago, and I was probably getting ready for, you know, probably a football game, watch it the night before. Did it pump so you up? I did. As a young boy, it pumped me up. So uh, it's been a long time. So I have some thoughts. Nice. Yeah, it's been not definitely not that long, but fairly long, like ah, at least five years for me, something like that, maybe closer to 10, something like that. But I, I've seen it so many times. I actually saw it in the theater when it came out. Oh, my God, oh, you're old. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, I was like 11. I guess 93. Yeah, I saw it actually. Uh, one of the reasons why I love this movie so much is I saw it with my grandmother, who is a huge Notre Dame fan because mm. she is Irish and she loved Notre Dame football. So this was like our thing. Um, so, yeah. Nan, thanks for taking me to see Rudy all those years ago. It was a good time. A 30th what anniversary. It? It's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. Nuts. Um, so Benny, since you've never seen it before, what, um, what thoughts did you have going in? Did you, have you ever even thought about watching it before or, you know, what? Um, I think this was one I was probably good with going my whole life, not seeing, <laughs> I felt like I knew not because I had an opinion that it was going to be bad or good or whatever. It was just like, I felt like I knew kind of the whole, not the whole story, but I, I, I got it. You know, yeah. I, I what I what I got was pretty much what I expected. Um, it was cool. I, I didn't know all the people that were in it, so that was a nice surprise for me. Um, but yeah, it was not so. You know, at, at, like as far as sports movies, I can really take them or leave them. If it's not a baseball one, I'm probably not going to watch it. Um, so yeah, it's just something that I, you know I never thought I was really going to see. 
So unless it's baseball, you're like not a huge sports movie guy. Yeah. And even then it has to be something that like I would be interested in, like a a kid breaking his arm and then throwing 105 (laughs) (laughs) or calling um, a doctor, doctor, funky butt loving or making him say funky butt loving. Yeah. Or a kid, you know, becomes a manager of a baseball team and makes an improbable run to the playoffs, but ultimately falls short. Um, Or Or a kid can see angels. And then he helps Tony Danza pitch a yeah. pitch. Oh, please. Come on. How could I forget? <laughs> and then uh, something, something like 42. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it, those are my kind of like my Mount Rushmore sports movies. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, like a, more like a pitcher who was pitching in the Cal- California Penal League for a couple of years before he got his big break yep. on the Cleveland Indians. Yep. Oh, yeah. Those are good ones, too. Come on. Stop it. Stop it. It's <laughs> fantastic. I know. Um, have you ever seen the natural Benny? No. All right. We'll have to um, do we'll do a baseball sports movies at some point. Next we'll, year, spring training we'll or something. That, yeah. Good. When I need a fucking when I need a nap, I will watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. <laughs> um, so should we get into some overall impressions then? Yeah. Robbie, do you want to start or yeah, sure. Um I'll go. 10, 10 year old overall impressions for me, and then I'll go uh, 40, 40 year old overall impressions of me. But mm-hmm. uh, is it two different uh, viewing experiences for me? Uh, as a ten year old, I mean, I love this movie. I loved everything about it. You know, big football guy. I love football movies. I think that's probably my favorite sports genre uh, movies or football movies. Um, just the the story of a you know an underdog who's, you know, been kicked around his whole life trying to, you know, undersized, underutilized, and just somebody who was just trying to, you know, live out his lifelong dream. So as a young kid, I loved that story of it because I love, who doesn't love a good under, underdog story? Because, I mean, that's what movies are about, basically. 99% of them that I watch, just some underdog stories or some shit like that that I really enjoy. So as a young kid, I love that. Notre Dame, obviously, shout out Joe Montana. If you listen, I love you. Um, so, <laughs> you know, who doesn't love a good story like that? Um, what else was I going to say? And the score is just fucking out of this world. I mean, if you want to get me up out of my couch and start fucking doing high knees and Oklahoma drills against, like, my sister Katie, then I'm all about it With when that score comes on. So I think it's one of my favorite scores of all time. But as 40-year-old me... Rudy kind of annoyed the shit out of me in this movie when I watched it <laughs> go around. I, there was a couple times in this movie where I wanted to strangle Rudy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just felt like I've been around that person on a football field or, you know, on a baseball field, like somebody who's trying too hard. It's like, hey, guy, chill out. All right, chill out. I'm just trying to get through this fucking practice. I don't need you fucking running 3,000 miles an hour and acting like a hero. But again, it's it's those little things, but the things I love, same thing, just the nostalgia the underdog story you know you i'm always gonna love that kind of stuff and again uh charles s dutton fantastic and people like that so obviously the background in order dame campus the football fields and there's the story i love so yeah um little things here and that pissed me off but like i said it's still a still a good movie there um yeah i mean i i kind of have like um I guess you could similar in that I definitely have a different perspective when I saw it when I was 10 or 11 to now. I actually 
I liked um, parts of it when I was a kid, but I actually found it kind of like a little more boring than I do watching it as an adult. Um, just because like before the football scenes, it was kind of like, you know, he's he's working and then he's working and then he's working somewhere else. <laughs> oh, and then he does it like and as a kid, I was just like, get to the football, damn it. Like, let's go. Um, but I still liked it. I really liked it as a kid. I like it more now as an adult because I you said it, Robbie. I love a good under, underdog story when he triumphs. And I know it's embellished for the screen, but being the fact that it's based on a true story makes me like it even more. Like this kid really did this, um, you know, so I, I do really, really like this movie. And I think I'll definitely admit that um, like nostalgia uh, really skews my view of this one, especially I could definitely see like, maybe Benny, uh, you know, we'll get to it, but maybe Benny didn't even really like it that much. Like I could see that happening and, and being like, all right, like that's fair. Um, or someone else who had never watched it, like understanding like, yeah, it's okay. It was decent. Um, but I, you know, just thinking about being in the theater with my grandma and uh, I mean, my, I, we called her nanny. I don't know if ever, anyone knows who I'm talking about. It's not a, a babysitter. It's my, my nan. Um, like being in a the theater with her and talking about it after. And then I remember like watching it with her, um, you know, on video or whatever. So I have a lot of good fuzzy feelings with this movie. So that definitely skews it for me. Um, but, you know, there's a, the, the score, like you said, shout out Jerry Goldsmith. He brought the fucking heat on this one. Um, sadly, he was nominated for 18 Academy Awards and only won once. He lost oh. to John Williams numerous times i bet he oh, hated oh his fucking guts. <laughs> yeah that fucking hurts <laughs> um and also side note i want to mention before robbie said shout out joe montana he was actually teammates with rudy in real life and yeah and he has some things to he say had some things to say <laughs> oh my god i can't wait to get into that holy shit that's great yeah so um before we get into those things though benny what were your over overall impressions so this one definitely hurt because I hadn't seen it when I was young. Um, I think I got a lot of the feelings that Robbie got towards Rudy. It, it just felt like, you know, chill out a little bit, not necessarily with the football stuff, but just with like the, you know, the, the way he acted towards people in the movie, he was just so like, like a little puppy dog towards everybody. You know, it just didn't feel real to me. I actually like Sean Aston a lot. I don't feel like this was his best performance. It felt a little bland at some points to me. Um, you know, I actually think the people around him in this movie were 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 the better parts. So that was a little disappointing for me. Um, you know, it, it, it's based on a true story, but it had to be heavily embellished because it's just a little a little over the top for me at some points. But I really agree with the both of you guys. I thought the score was really strong. Um, and I, I, you know, I really enjoyed it and that's coming off of a couple of movies where I felt like there have been some misses with the score. Um, so, you know, but I, I will say though, and I'll expound on this later by the end of the movie, I, and I were both crying, but wow. stay tuned, stay tuned about how that came about. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. 
Um, am I going to watch it again? Probably not. Um, but I'm kind of glad that I did. Just, you know, it, like I said, it's just another one of those things that, you know, you add to your arsenal of pop culture and, and things that, you know, you can now be a part of a, a conversation with people and not look like a fucking weirdo because you haven't seen it. Fair. Yeah. I can't wait to hear the crying story because that's what I was going to ask you if you did cry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's a good, it's a good story. Did Aya ever see it before this? I think she has. Oh. Yeah. Understood. But yeah, no, I did I mean, not listen, cry. You did not this viewing, but did you not this viewing? Did you ever cry in the past watching this movie? Ah, oh, please. Okay. Of course I did. I don't. All I right. think, like I said, the only thing, the only thing I really cry about now is just. Like I said, triple crown on, on, on YouTube. <laughs> and a perfect landing at JFK. Oh, please. Tears in my eyes. <laughs> with a tear, with a tear in my eye. What a landing at JFK. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. So let's do some plum scores then. Uh, does anyone want to go first? Um, I'll go first. I don't want to be influenced. I want to give it my 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 score and I don't want to feel guilty about it. Okay. So we've watched some real heavy hitters. So it's, you know, I come kind of glad we watched a lot of them before this one. Cause I feel like I may have given in a couple of extra points. Um, but I'm going to land on this one on a very nice 6.9. I thought it was good. I thought it was um uh, not worth the hype, but definitely a movie I wish I would have saw when I was younger because I think I would have enjoyed it more. But overall, good story. Like the underdog story. Liked a lot of the people that were involved with it. And yeah, just didn't think it was great. 6.9. There. It's a fair score. Robbie, would you like to go? Sure. Um, so I already said the things I love about this movie, the underdog story, the score. Um all those things. I think what affected my score this time is too much deep diving on the interwebs and finding out how embellished the story was and how much of a scum Rudy was in real life. Um, I think that kind of skewed my my plum score. I do love the movie. I want to. I wanted to separate it from that. Is it my favorite football movie? Absolutely not. I think it might have been in my top five, but now it's absolutely out of my top five. I think... If one day the good Lord blesses me with a son, I will watch it with him. But if I never watch this movie again, I'll be okay with that. Um, there were things I I totally forgot that he was like sixty three years old when he fought when he finally got to Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought he got out of high school, and then I'm like four years late. I'm like this boy's twenty two years old. What's he doing? Yeah, yeah. Because um, in real life, he was in the Navy for a while. Yeah. Oh, so was who like, is that quarterback that played for Florida State? It was like 30. Chris Winky Chris or something Winky. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's like 28 winning a Heisman. Yeah, of course he is. He's fucking <laughs> yeah. 10 years older than these guys. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to go 7.4 on my plum. Uh, good movie. Great story. Not my favorite. I'm surprised how much more i i guess disliked it than my original viewings like benny said i mean everybody like there's so many good actors in this movie that that make this movie and the nostalgia of course and football and notre dame and the campus and all the aura and all the things about notre dame 
But if I had to hear what another fucking Newt Rockney speech of him standing up <laughs> on a fucking chair, I was going to lose my mind. And I was hoping for Charles S. Dutton to say, shut the fuck up, kid. Stop <laughs> vacuuming the floor. Get to work. So 7.4. Right, that's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, like I said, nostalgia influences me but i do still really like the movie i understand that there's parts of it that he can be annoying he's like a try hard um i get that and there's parts in real life that probably are or parts in the movie that are embellished from real life i kind of try to keep it separate but the all the things that you listed robbie the score the setting you know like the autumn season the Football, like, I fucking love it. I enjoyed watching it again. I'm giving this a 7.7. It's not, I think I agree with you that it's not my favorite football movie, but it's my favorite underdog, like, inspiring. Or let me rephrase. There's parts of this that are, like, my favorite parts of an underdog story. But the movie as a whole it's there's a little points that I'm like, oh, it's a little weak. Um, so it's not like gonna be get a higher score. But I mean, seven point seven for me, I think is pretty high. Um, so yeah, I really like it, but I understand uh not loving it as much as me. That's that's makes total sense to me. Um, so good. Um, should we move on to characters? Let's do it. Benny, I'll let you choose. Should we do least favorite or favorite first? Let's go favorite. We've been oh. doing least favorite a lot. All right. Do, do you want to go first and steal Robbie's choice? hundred percent. A hundred percent. If you steal my guy, oh, I'm going to fucking do it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know he it's is. Over. I know he is. I know he is. It's over. He's a piece. Wrap of, it up. He's a piece of garbage. Wrap it up. My favorite character. Is the immortal um, Robert Prosky as the as the priest? Wow, I liked really? him. Father yeah, Callahan. He, yeah, he was nice. I, I like him. He's like a character actor. Um, he is good, and I do like when he pops up in things. I, I think he's a good uh, he's a good actor. I enjoy the relationship that he had with Rudy, especially in the beginning when he's you know giving him that. Oh, see, so like he thinks he's he wants to be a priest. Um, I like that he was there for him throughout the whole movie and he was the one that actually uh, screwed Rudy's head on straight. He's like, dude, you just can't show up and say, I want to go to school here and then you're here. But so he actually gave him a plan. He followed through on his word for the most part. Um, And even though he was a man of the cloth, I enjoyed him in this movie. So uh, Robert Prosky, in order to give my cousin his number one pick, I will pick you as my favorite character. (laughs) I'm going to go second. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Wait, I want to go second. No, I'm going to go. My favorite character, the one, the only, Charles S. Dutton as Fortune. The best. I love I've always, I loved Fortune ever since I watched this movie as a little kid. I love them even more in this movie because there's so many points in this movie where he's just giving life lessons to Rudy and basically just telling Rudy, hey, Rudy, shut the fuck up, okay? Yeah. Get a grip. He's like, you're getting a fucking college degree from one of the most prestigious universities in the world. Be happy about that. You've overcome so many obstacles 
in your life to get here. You worked hard. You fought hard. You're you're on the football team. Whether you get in or not, or you or you dress for the game, you're still on the football team. And I mean, obviously, yeah, you have to dress for them to actually in the record book to show that you were on the team. But you're out there fighting every single day. Look at all you've all you've done in your life and all you know, all the great things that you have accomplished. So look at all the great things. Stop. I mean, we're all we're all like that. Look at probably all the, the bad things and all the regrets and stuff like that. And him just like focusing on shit like that, helping him out. You know, having probably knowing that he was sleeping in in the I guess janitor's office and things like that, but just giving him those life lessons along the way and kind of snapping his head back onto reality and be like, hey man, look at all the things you're doing and you know look at all the great things that you're going to accomplish and telling him about the regret and letting him know like, hey, don't do what I did because I regret that decision every single day of my life. So I mean, Charles S. Dutton, aka Rock, my favorite character in this movie, far and away. Always has been, always will be. Give me that gif of him clapping and I'm melting like fucking butter. Okay, please. <laughs> Is that the best clap on screen of all time? Oh, 100%. 100%. There's, oh, there's a top five gif Hall of Fame for me. Maybe the Mount Rushmore of gifs. And my first two picks are Trump with the fucking smirk and the and uh, <laughs> and then it's and then it's fucking fortune Charles I thought with the clap those are my top two I love it Respectful, uh, respectfully speaking of course uh, yeah I mean he is he is the one who I think gives Rudy a little humility like humbles him a bit you know like you're five foot nothing a hundred and nothing not a speck of athletic ability and you hung in with the best team in the land for two years like Rudy, like Fortune says, he just he had his head so far up his ass about this fucking team that he didn't see the big picture. All he wanted to do was shove this in everyone's fucking face because no one believed in him. And I get I would probably feel that way, too, if I was in his position. Like, I just want to rub this in everyone's fucking face. But Fortune is right. And that comes with age and wisdom. Like, you don't have to prove anything to anyone but yourself. So, I mean, I feel like that's a, a life lesson that I've taken for myself a little bit. Like, you know, who no, no one gives a shit really about you. Just care about what you're doing. Like, make yourself proud of yourself and move on with your life. Who gives a shit? Yeah, and I'm not going to shit on Rudy for doing that. But cause no. I feel like I, I feel like I'm just the same way. Or Or there's so many instances where I'm like that where like, Oh shucks! Why isn't this working out for me? Or why isn't this happening the way I want it to happen? And this and that. But then I don't look at all of the great things that go on in my life. So I can uh, we can all sympathize at Rudy there. But oh yeah, no, I think everyone's like that. Even though we try not to be, I I would uh, totally agree with that, Robbie. Like I'm sure I do the same shit as you. Like we're all we're all insecure idiots. Like we you know we try to not be, but we are. Mm-hmm. I want to prove to my enemies that I'm not. <laughs> exactly. Um. All right. Well, my favorite character. I can't hear you, Ben. That's okay. I wasn't oh. saying anything good. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. Shit. You guys did take the the top two. I'm gonna pick a fucking wild card here, and my favorite character is Frank. 
because he's so hateable. I just love how much of a fucking dick he is. And I love that he motivates Rudy just to just shove it in his face. Like, how could you be such a dick to your brother? Like, yeah, such a. I know in real life he wasn't really like that. And his brothers were very supportive. But it's just funny that this character was written this way. And I just love how much of a douche he is. It's so good. Like, it's such a good character because of how much of a douche he is. That's yeah. how good he is. I love it. Yeah, just a fucking guy who just hates the world because of the choices he made. When Yeah. Yeah. So good. And he just takes it out on Rudy because he's like, you know, the older brother. And he's like, whatever, used to be cooler than him or whatever. But, man, just like, he's not my favorite character mm-hmm. In that I love him. I love the character he is in this movie because it's just so good for this movie. And fun fact, Rudy was actually the older brother. Yeah. So embellish me, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, Any Ani mentions? I have a couple. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I'll go with uh, John Favreau's D-Bob. Oh, of course. I thought he was great. I thought, you know, what it like, it's so weird seeing him so young. Like, I, uh, I feel like since the time he I've seen him and, you know, the youngest I've seen him is in Swingers. He still looked pretty old at that point. So to see like the almost like baby fat on his face. Um, but, I you know, I loved his whole shtick of how he got Rudy to hit on girls for him. Um, and even he came around in the end and, you know, he he didn't go for the most beautiful girl, but the one that made him the happiest. So it was a nice little redemption even though he he became Mr. Monopoly at the end or something. Yeah. Can, can we just talk about that for one second? How the fuck does like half a year at law school turn you into what he turned into? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He must have hit the jackpot or something. Something. Or maybe he like the only explanation I can give is he came from money and was just like super insecure or whatever but now he's like at miami law school he's got this girlfriend like he's hot shit now and then he's like dressing the part like that's the only explanation i could come up with because you don't make money going to law school i don't think no definitely not but also minx or stinks on this idea (laughs) (laughs) you're about to go to miami law school that's when you decide to get a girlfriend a serious girlfriend Stinks. Yeah, but he wasn't. I mean, stinks. But Minx, man, because he wasn't. He wasn't fucking looking like Don Johnson down there in Miami. Uh, no, but still, I mean, you know, the, your odds are so much better. It's overwhelming. Yeah, but he don't you want somebody. a girl to tell you that you can't say curse words anymore? Oh, please! I already <laughs> have one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. She curses more than I do. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that whole situation was, but I did love the character. <laughs> yeah. And he's fucking stiffing the driver. I'll get you on the way back. <laughs> yeah. Fucking guy. Uh, Robbie, you have Samani Manchus? Yeah, I got um, Jamie, Vince Vaughn, for seeing right through Rudy's bullshit. Oh, yeah. He's just <laughs> yeah. a showboat, man. Yeah. That's all hey, he's man. about. That's it. And then also, uh, shout out to Jamie for taking the worst pitch of all time and doing absolutely nothing with that. He just stands there and <laughs> waits for Rudy to fucking hit him. Like, yo, if you're such a, you know, a douchebag, take that pitch, put your fucking shoulder down, 
and drive your, your helmet right through Rudy's chest <laughs> and then fucking drop your balls on him. But yeah, that's, that's the point, though. That's why Parsegian was like, if you had 10th the heart of Rudiger, you'd have made All-American. Because he yeah, is that's pussy. Sh- that's true. But hey, he redeemed himself at the end for throwing that uh, miraculous uh, halfback pass. So shout out. That's for you, man. That was for you. <laughs> I was like, man, stick to the comedy, bud. Yeah, that was, yeah. First on-screen appearance. He did pretty good. Oh, yeah. And uh, that... Who, who, any other favorite characters? Eh. No, not really. I, I mean, this the smoking hot chick that was uh helped Rudy with the helmets. She was pretty hot. She was pretty hot, obviously. So maybe that's it. Mary. Maybe. Mary. Mary is very nice. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Yeah. Give me um in Ani Mensch. Give me, give me Pete. What a guy. Yeah. Love Pete. What a guy. What, what a <laughs> Got blowed the fuck up. I mean, well, <laughs> he was the only one that really, you know, took Rudy seriously. Nice guy. So stood up for him at the bar. Yeah. You think Rudy, how many times did Rudy wash that jacket? Oh, no. Zero. No. No shot. Yeah, zero. Not no. at all. Yeah. How many times you think he slept in that jacket with no other clothes. <laughs> That's say 35. Yeah, 35,000 times <laughs> every night. Um I have I have a couple cuz I there's a lot of characters I like in this. I like the dad's character even though he was also kind of a dick. Um I like um Coach Yanto and Coach oh, what was the other one's name? Um, the guy who's basically like, basically, we're gonna beat the shit out of you for the next week, <laughs> five days or whatever he says. Um, yeah, those guys are good. Yeah, I love those. The two assistant coaches, basically. Which I, I guess, when new back then, when new head coaches came in, they would keep the like coordinators on or whatever. Coach Warren was his name, but whatever. Um, who else? I mean, I like the two coaches, Parsegian and Dan Devine. The hell's he doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, Eddie Harris. Yeah. Yeah, from from aforementioned Major League. Tell uh, me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. <laughs> uh, I, I love Major League. Yeah, oh, one of the best. I, I love Major League, too, as well. That's good. Major League Three, take a fucking hike, Scott yeah, Bakula. Take a hike. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Scott Bakula was in fantastic on Necessary Roughness. Oh, amazing. Benny, you oh. ever seen Necessary Roughness? No. Oh, what a Sinbad. Shout out Sinbad. I oh, love Sinbad. Sinbad's the greatest. Do you, you guys ever see House Guest? No. no. Uh, Sinbad and Phil Hartman, what a what a pair. Bring it back to Jingle All the Way. I was gonna yeah. say Jingle All the Way, Phil Hartman. Oh yeah, <laughs> Captain Carl Phil Hartman. You got that right. <laughs> um, should we do some least favorite characters? Let's do it. All right. Uh, wait, who went last just now? Me. Yeah. All right. So I go first. I'm gonna go with Rudy's. Girlfriend, no, yes. no, Rudy's brother, ah, Johnny. Face. God damn it. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Is that who you're going to pick? I was going for Johnny Rudiger. Shit. I'm sorry. Well, we'll go anyway, ahead. I'm shit, shit on him. Shit on him. Who the fuck <laughs> dates their brother's recent ex-girlfriend? Come on now. Like, Insane. I'm not saying either one of them is right. They're both wrong for what they did. But come on. He was dating her since she was like fucking 11. I yeah. get that she had all these plans. She desperately wanted to be in the Rudiger family. She would do anything to get into that family. But come on. Don't date your yeah, your brother's long time. Not just like a year or two years. They were they were dating when he was 11. Remember that scene? She's like, are you Rudy's girlfriend? Yes. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, not only that. Real quick, what family did she think she was getting into? The Rockefellers? The fucking Rudigas, bro. They, come on. She could find somebody else. Not the wrong I, with being a Rudiger. You can have a damn no. nice life. <laughs> and, and speaking of the Rudigers, I, you know, as much as I hate the two of them for being just absolute jackwads, the whole family, like nothing happened. Like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Don't worry about it. Rudy's That's gone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Rudy's gone. Eh, no big deal. Like, you guys can chill. We don't have a problem with it. So, you know, with this whole fucking family, man, from the top to the bottom. I might be redoing my score at the end of this thing. No, but the, and that was the probably most of the reason why Rudy wanted to shove it in everyone's face because this family fucking sucks. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, if anything with this story, like I was rooting for Rudy just to fucking shove it in these guys' faces because man, they bunch of fucking assholes, real fucking miserable pricks. Yeah, no one gives a fuck. Like they barely, the dad barely shows any like pride in his son and. Once he gets that letter, that's when he's like, and that's 100% why Rudy fucking made that trip to shove that letter in his dad's face and Frank's face and Johnny's face. Fuck you guys. You're all pieces yeah. of shit. And, it, and, and it's true, my boy, my boy got into Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. And in true scumbag fashion, they, they, you know, they celebrate it when it happens. But when he, when he tells them he wants to do it, they want nothing to do with him. I know. Scumbags. Ugh. Which is kind of stupid because, like you, like you said, Ryan, they were very supportive in real life. I know. But in the movie, and Benny, to your point, nobody nobody said a fucking word in the family. They just, oh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're good here. Like, you're dating your brother's ex-girlfriend. Like, that's the fucking insane shit. If, that, if my brother, if I had a brother and he would ever do that to me, I'd first off, I'd probably stab him to death. And then I'd never <laughs> talk to him again. It's just like... <laughs> It's just like, how could you do that? That's the most scumbaggest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then they're like, "All right, Rudy, Merry Christmas, go run away." Yeah. And nobody, yeah, nobody they just let him leave. Him. Yeah, cocksuckers, man. Like, like my, like Matt Damon would say, cocksucker. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god! So glad yeah. we left these favorite characters for a second. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Again, fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. Like, go. Straight to fucking now. Now I almost want you said you want a lower score. I want to raise my score up because <laughs> fucking Rudy deserves to shove it in these people's face. I didn't even think about how big pieces they were. Like they don't give any fucks about him. It's, oh, that's uh, I'm I'm watching that and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Is this really happening? Like seriously, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, and I don't care if this if I if I get convicted because of this. If this happened to me, I'd, I'd go on a 10 to 15 state killing spree. <laughs> you know, I'm official. This is an official change. We've never done this before. 
I'm officially changing my favorite character from Frank to Debop. Debob is my n- number one favorite character. Frank, you're out because I now realize you are toxic and Rudy deserved <laughs> to shove this in your face, especially, but especially Johnny, but also especially his dad. Fucking there you go. Man. What a, I love it. I let you come around in the end. Yeah, I mean, Frank, Frank was just as big a piece of shit, jealous bastard. Like, how could you be jealous of your family members? Yeah. Be happy that they're fucking succe- succeeding. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh my God, that's awesome. Now I can go to some Notre Dame games. Yeah. Do you ever think of that? <laughs> yeah. Did it, oh, now I can get Rudy's fucking leftover tail when I go up there and I'm fucking partying <laughs> with him. <laughs> <laughs> now I could bang a fucking Midwestern sex. <laughs> Uh, uh, Robbie fucking Rudigus <laughs> fucking Rudigus my least favorite family in America is the Rudigus Kardashians Trump, no, it's a- Kardashians or Rudigus oh definitely Rudigus <laughs> least favorite yeah, least favorite least... oh my Matt Rushmore least favorite is Rudigus Trump Kardashians oh that's a good one <laughs> Giuliani the fourth and the Giuliani's. <laughs> yeah, <that's a> <laughs> uh, all right. So, I mean, John Rudiger was my number one choice. And then, like, we just kind of just did the entire Rudiger family. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Rudy's high school teacher, the priest, for being just a piece of shit fucking yeah. asshole. Yeah. Like, how dare, yeah, maybe Rudy doesn't have the grades. But how dare you shun this boy's opportunity to go on a little trip to Notre Dame? Who the fuck are you? Yeah. yeah. Are you upset because maybe... you're not getting any ass? Too bad. That's a choice you made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you, how you're about instead scumbag. of criticizing him, you try to help him learn better? Yeah. How about you lift him up a little bit, you asshole? No, right? Isn't that what the good Lord teaches you? Mr. Priest, man, you scum. How the fuck are you going to fucking shit on a fucking 18-year-old boy who's trying to live his dream out? <laughs> Right, you're holier than now. Isn't isn't God all, all all fearing man? And you're just you're poo pooing on Rudy because he's a fucking teenager. That's what teenagers do. They don't do anything. They they fucking watch movies, drink milk, and go masturbate in their bedroom. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? Who cares? Like that's what that irks me. That irks me so much when I see shit like this. When people just try to shit on people for having a dream. He can't go on a trip. He can't go to Notre Dame because he's he's failing. You're stupid probably boring ass civics class take a hike hey the one thing i learned when i was in school the teachers that were good i did really well in. the teachers that sucked i didn't pay attention to their class at all so when you're pointing a finger at somebody remember there's three more pointing back at you oh please priest whatever his name is what's the saying like in order to earn respect you got to give respect yes so those (laughs) teachers that didn't respect their students slash you Makes total sense to me. I'll give you another quote. Please do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I love it. Think I got another one for you. That. Yeah. <laughs> I got another one for you. You want attention? I'll give you fucking detention. Detention. <laughs> <laughs> Number one teacher of all time. Oh yeah. What a nose on that guy. Toes on the line, not quite touching. What an easy fucking life that guy had, huh? Oh, the best. But yeah. That priest, go never had to, had to go fuck yourself, and uh, hopefully you, you you got the ten crack commandments. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. My least favorite character is none other than Charles S. Dutton as Fortune. That's what? That is I'm fucking... just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, kidding. I was going to say, uh, I was, no, it's, I was it's, hit the fucking skate. <laughs> it's, um, it's Mr. Rudiger. I mean, like, I like him as an actor. I, you know, I thought he was good, but that whole speech, what killed me for him is the speech he gives Rudy at the Greyhound at station. The bus stop. Yeah. When you're like, oh, he's coming around. He's coming around. And then all of a sudden he's just like, so fuck following your dreams. Come on back here. Get the black lung in the in the in the mill and just live your life hating yourself for the rest of your life. And then, like you said, every single time Rudy came back, hey, look, I got an uh, you know an A and some B's. Hey, you know, I'm gonna do this. I want to do this. He was so fucking negative towards his own son. Um, I hated it. I hated it. And then even at the end, like. You know, shout my props to Rudy for even inviting them to that last game because he didn't deserve it. He didn't deserve to be there. So, no, fuck you, Mr. Rudiger. I hope you, uh, I don't know, burn off your, your fucking Pishkadel steel <laughs> mill. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like you said, it's hard for me to, to re- relate to characters who are not proud or happy of their, sons or daughters life choices i i i could never wrap my head around it. i know it's movie stuff but it, but that happens in real life and for people who are like that you scum and mr rudiger the entire rudiger family and the generations that followed let's go fuck yourselves <laughs> and it's listen i get the idea of him playing for the football team being crazy right and unattainable but it's not like he's like hey i'm gonna go sell my body and try out for the new England Patriots until I, you know, I don't, you know, until they tell me no for good, he was still going to college. Right. Like it was always something that even if he didn't get the ultimate goal, like fortune said, fortune should have been the man's father. He said, Hey, no matter what you tried, even the failure was a success because a, you know, you proved to yourself that you gave it all you could and you got a fucking fantastic degree. So what's, what's the beef here? So, Mr. Rudiger, fuck out of you, man. Please. Can I can I play? I might be coming around again, but can I play <laughs> devil's advocate really quick? Yeah. Let's just say that your little sibling, since they were able to talk, was doing fucking Newt Rockney speeches and talking about going to Notre Dame every goddamn day for your whole life and then quit their job and just ran away from home would you probably try to give them a little dose of reality? I might have a conversation with them, but at the end of the day, I mean, he did go through the lowest point of his life with his, um, his best friend dying right in front of him, you know, like fucking Kane in 98 getting burnt in the the inferno match. But, (laughs) but I mean, sometimes that's what snaps people out of like, their haze in life and like you know he right. needed that motivation uh-huh. um to do it so you know <laughs> I, I get what you're saying but at the same time like you know it might have been the thing that that pushed him to greatness so wow. i would have had a conversation i yeah. probably wouldn't poo-pooed as much i know they, i was i was exaggerating a little bit there's definitely a way that you can be supportive as oh, a no, let, me, let me just stop you real quick Please. he's a fucking rudy's a fucking psychopath oh 100%. yeah 100 yeah. oh, yeah. So I'm not shut, you know, shutting everything you're saying. You're making a good point. Yeah, there's a lot of this whole family needs therapy. 
Big time. Or something. <laughs> Not that big, yeah. But I think there's there's nothing wrong with being a dreamer, but you can be supportive, but also try to give your family member, son, daughter, sibling, whatever, some some realistic um goals or you know give them doses of realism when things aren't like you said like if you were just hanging out outside of notre dame stadium in south bend fucking begging to be on the team that's psychotic and that's not going to get you anywhere he was going to college so even if he never made it to notre dame and graduated from holy cross that's still a huge accomplishment from someone who got shit grades in high school was dyslexic and was probably going nowhere. So like that's still he's still doing something with his life. Yeah. I think to shit on him for that is fucked up. He wasn't doing anything like, yeah, maybe he was being a little psychotic, but he was still achieving something. So that's where I think the family needs to be more supportive. Like, yeah, I know you're crazy, but you're still doing some good, especially, you know, when he came, when he came home with the grades the first time, yeah. you, you kind of expect him to be like, all right, you know what? You're putting in the work. Yeah, I respect yeah. it. And then, you know, then even if you wanted to do everything you did to that point, like that's the time where you come around and you say, okay, I see that you're putting in the effort for this. So I support you. Yeah. I think that I would just, like, I would give him, I would talk to him, but also support his decisions. Then I would go to sleep next to my wife and say, Man, Rudy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> How do we raise such a dumb fuck? <laughs> is it our boy Rudy? Just an annoying motherfucker. Yeah. But then, and then try and get a handy and go to bed. Of course. <laughs> but then at the end of that sentence, Robbie, I know you enough to say you would also end it with, but I still love him and I'll support him no matter yeah. what. So like, but I totally agree. Like, he, Rudy's an idiot. The family is a jerks. <laughs> like everyone stinks here. But in the end, and the reason why I still like this movie is because he succeeds. There's probably thousands or millions of stories where someone does something crazy like this and doesn't succeed. And then it just no one gives a shit. But you know what? Steel I, mill. Yeah. But you know what? At I least tried. that person said, hey, I tried. It yeah. didn't work out the way it it I wanted it to work out. But I have no longer any regret at trying at what I did. I'm not fucking John Rudiger at fucking Daisy's in fucking Peoria, Illinois, drinking my sorrows away because I didn't follow my dreams or I wasn't fucking, well, Frank, I'm sorry, or I wasn't John Rudiger being a little bitch and couldn't find my own fucking chick. So I had to go bang my freaking <laughs> brother's ex-girlfriend. Fucking really. You know what? Every time I watch him, you know what? I didn't even think about this. But at 10 years old, yeah. But at 40, I mean, his family's just fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it to to your earlier point, like, yeah, you know, he kind of, you know, if he tried and he failed, at least he tried. But he 100% went to the lake with the last acceptance letter, knowing that if he didn't get in, he was dunking his head and never coming back out. <laughs> so Possible. I don't know, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe going for your dreams at all costs, not the best idea. But would you really want to go back to that family and work at the steel mill? Uh, but you still could. He would have got the degree from Holy Cross. Yeah. Well, if fortune knocked some sense into him, he probably he he probably would have just left. He would have probably. Yeah. The Earth. The Earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my god. <laughs> um <laughs> should we move on? Let's do it. All right. Who, who wants to go first? Favorite scene. Uh let me go first because I am gonna steal everybody's pick now. You fu- you better not fucking pick, steal it. All right. So I mentioned that we cried. Yes. And the reason I cried is because of my favorite scene, which is the last five minutes of the movie. Because and all right, now here's the curveball. We were hysterically laughing for like five minutes straight because right, like the last scene that you see Fortune in before he puts the cap on, I was like, is that the fucking clap guy? And I was like, no, I think you're just being racist. It's just a black guy. And then the next scene he's in, he has the cap on. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm it's gonna, him. It's coming. Yeah. The, the clap is coming. And then uh, just the whole, you know, the whole, we were as soon as Rudy gets onto the field and he makes the sack, she's laughing hysterically. I'm anticipating the clap. I'm laughing hysterically. I'm starting to cry from laughing. She's crying from laughing. I get the clap. I like just I couldn't hold it together anymore at this this point. And I think the one thing that I said that made me laugh the hardest was she was like, is this movie the reason why white people think that they could do anything in life? And and I was falling out laughing and it just made the whole fucking movie worth it between the gif, that comment. And it is, you know, it's great to see it finally happen in the movie. But oh, my God, we were bawling hysterically laughing i had to go into the bathroom and shut the door so i could finally stop laughing uh but that final scene just made the whole movie worth it for me oh my god well you never you didn't know what what the clap was from or no 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 and the last whole the whole last 15 minutes of the movie was me like hold on a second is this where this and it like slowly going on in my head while i'm watching the end of the movie seeing him come back to the game with the cap on and like I said, realizing, oh, my God, I'm about to figure out where this gift came from. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and it was just, oh, it made my whole entire night. I'm not going to lie to you. It was it was just fantastic. Dude, you have been realizing your gifs in real time. The Matt Damon and, and you think you think it was Benjamin Button um, and <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. It finally comes together. And then this one, this is fantastic. Not oh, just only, God, it's fantastic. not just it's not just movies you haven't seen, but it's gifs now connecting the dots. I know it's making it's going to make my GIF game so much stronger because oh of this God. podcast. And I thank you guys both for it. <laughs> we we 100% have to figure out three GIFs that Benny doesn't know where they came from and watch those movies or like yeah. put those movies. That's up the poll. <laughs> yeah. 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 GIF um, week. GIF week. <laughs> oh my God. Unbelievable. Um, and also, uh, I uh, I think is is a hundred percent right. It's either that or the uh, millennia of oppression. <laughs> it could be that too. It could be that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robbie, would you like to go, or you want me to go? I can go. Yeah. So I mean, I I had that as one of my favorite scenes. Um, <clears throat> I want to say, ah, there's so many. I know we talked about Fortune's speech to Rudy. I mean, that's I could probably go with that. Mm-hmm. I already talked about that at, at at length, if that's the word I'm looking for. Um when I said that 
Fortune was my favorite um, character in the movie. I mean, again, such a just snaps Rudy back, you know, into reality and to make him realize that what he's doing is is actually a great thing, and kind of just makes him realize like, hey, I need to stop fucking, I need to stop fucking around. But it also led to the stupidest fucking th- one of the stupid. And it was this movie was filled with plenty of stupidity, but him coming back onto the field and a team filled with fucking all Americans all over the place, a future <laughs> Hall of Famers, and they're clapping for fucking Bozo Boy. I mean, I saw that. Come I, on. Literally, I literally laughed out loud when they started <laughs> clapping for him. They loved him. All right. We'll, we'll see what Joe Montana has to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> a little segment we got coming up called Talking Joe. Talk, yeah. Joe, Joe Cool speaks. That's it. <laughs> Sponsored uh, by so, Skechers. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, hey, the man's got a bad back. That's yeah. why he wears the Skechers, all right? That's right. He's got a bad back. Please leave him alone. I met Joe Montana once. Did you really? Yeah, an opening of a Target in Queens in 11th grade. <laughs> oh, you nice did? Guy. Did you really? Yeah, me and my friend. Uh... Are you sure it wasn't Joe Montana? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> It was really Joe Montana. We met him in uh, me and my friend Terry. Uh, we wore our football jerseys. They're like fucking losers. His mother took us there because we were big Joe Montana fans, and we got a picture with him. That's amazing. Guy looks fucking beautiful in real life, just like he did. Just like imagine him on the big screen. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm impressed. Is that your number one like celebrity meeting? Um. Yeah, I already talked about the time we followed Bobby Sarra into the <laughs> ESPN Zone's bathroom at um at the Preakness, but uh, yeah, I want to say Joe Montana. Yeah, I'm, That's I've awesome. I have a, a a Bill Belichick story that I'm going to tell on the podcast this week, but we met Bill Love Belichick it. as well. So Love it. Was Joe Montana like nice Did, when he when you talked to him? Yeah, he was cool. We were probably we were such big fans, and he was like. Thanks, boys. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Yeah. And tell us how much you hate Rudy, too. Like, yeah, Joe. please. You should have <laughs> asked him. Uh, Joe, in about uh, 20 years, I'm going to have a podcast, and we're going to talk about Rudy. <laughs> yeah, care to discuss <laughs> your thoughts? <laughs> um, uh. Well, my favorite scene, I'm, I'm glad you guys didn't steal because I would have just taken it anyway because my favorite scene maybe in all underdog movies ever i fucking love this scene and it makes me cry almost every time i watch it is when he's on that bench and he gets into notre dame that i is right it makes me feel like i could do anything (laughs) (laughs) but just and and i know you know we he really was maybe a little bit of a psycho but the fact that he worked so hard to get to to achieve his dream is just I know it's not it's a movie but was just so makes me feel so good because like we've all been there you know maybe not our dreams I mean when I was young I wanted to be a lawyer who owned a pizza shop like I never achieved that Fantastic. I know what a great thing that would have been but there's definitely been times when I have you know I guess achieved goals in my life that I always wanted to. And when it happens, like, I don't know if everyone appreciates it. Um, and I, I know I 
maybe don't fully appreciate it either. But like to take to just see him have that moment on the bench with that scenery, the lake, the music, the letter, him getting so upset. Uh, just I fucking love that scene so much. That's, That's a, a great scene. My favorite scene. Yeah. Uh, I think your pizza shop slash Laurel would be serving justice while serving <laughs> pies. That's right. Um, and also it was from what I remember it was on the second floor of my nanny's house so I would always be there so that that would have been you know it was was the trifecta type of dream lawyer with a pizza shop at my grandma's that's a good dream (laughs) yeah I thought Rudy was going to run into the water but I at that scene I don't know what he was running to yeah Run into font. He he ran all the way home to show his yeah, dad my, that letter. My favorite my favorite part would have been if he got in and then said, eh, "I don't feel like going anymore." Yeah, and then went back <laughs> home to the to the steel mill. He looks at yeah. the tuition bill. He's like, "You know what? I'm good." <laughs> well, back well, then it was probably bad. like six cents. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, guys yeah, working minimum true. wage. Fucking, he's like, "Yeah, couple semesters at Notre Dame, I'm good." Yeah, he told Pete he had a thousand dollars saved. That probably covered every all four years of college. Yeah, yeah. and a, and his PhD. Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, a few. Just a quick Ani Mench one. Yeah, uh, please. Obviously, when he gets on the field, please fucking waterworks. Um, of course. And one of my, I was gonna choose this one, but him running onto the field, him running onto the field with like all the bullshit that I'm, you know, spewing in this podcast. I mean. There really is nothing better than actually doing that. I mean, even on, I did it on a high school field, and it's the fucking best feeling in the world. I think football is the best sport to play, but it's such a crazy feeling, the nerves you have when you do shit like that. But doing that in front of like 80, 100,000 people is probably such a fucking awesome experience. What so a rush. Him running onto the field and, you ready for this champ? I've been ready for this my whole life. Uh. <laughs> The best. And then, please, and then I'm ready to fucking run through an absolute brick building with, when he says that. So that's one of my favorite scenes. Then the music okay. plays and uh, the mist and there's the dust in the room starts acting up. Yeah. I also really like the um, when he uh, first walks on the tryouts, like those those yeah. scenes were good. Um, music you know, was playing. The, yeah. Oh, okay. again, the music. I can't say enough how much this music is so good. Jerry Goldsmith, rest in peace. You are a fucking wizard behind that orchestra or whatever you did. You know what? Take a seat, John Williams. This is an anti-John Williams podcast now. We're done. After, <laughs> right. after, after you screw Jerry out of a couple of Academy Awards. Yeah. I feel like you know. there's a Jerry Smith week coming at some point soon. Oh, my God, please. Yeah, uh, Jerry Goldsmith won for The Omen. That's what he actually won for. Um, but he composed a lot of, yeah. If you look up, there's like too many to list. He composed a ton of different movies. Um, so good for him. Nice long career. But he probably, I'm just imagining he was like fucking Amadeus, like just hating fucking John Williams, <laughs> like every day. Like this is the movie that I'm gonna fuck John Williams out of an Oscar. Love it. Well, we tried, uh, we tried to get uh, Jerry Goldsmith for Jugs on the Run, but he was tragically oh. passed away. That's uh, a shame. I didn't know, but uh, yeah, we got his brother Barry Goldwater Smith. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> so that was a good. They call that a good get. Yeah, thank God. 
<laughs> um, any other Ani mentions? All right, least I'm favorite good. scenes. Um, I guess I start because I went last. Um, my least favorite scene is, yeah, probably. I mean, I hope I'm not stealing this, but like. Probably that scene when he goes home for Christmas and they all just say, go fuck yourself, Rudy. Like <laughs> it, Johnny walks in with his girlfriend. He shows him the grades. Yeah, great. I, I'm watching TV here. And like no one like the only one that's happy to see Rudy is like the eight year old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what and a bunch of fuck faces. And it still irks me like later on after those scenes happen, like they're playing shuffleboard and like Johnny's there. Like Johnny, you you're not allowed. You're dead any to place me. I'd be. Yeah, you're dead to me. Rest in peace. I'm visiting you. I'm visiting your grave. Even as no, it's not there. You're dead to me, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Completely dead. I'm pissing on your imaginary grave. Yeah. <laughs> me and Dad are playing uh, shuffleboard. Don't come. Yeah. <laughs> so, my least favorite scene is the Jersey scene <laughs> because I know I get it. All I understand why you did it, but that was completely made up. Yes. Dan Devine, the coach at the time, and I think my internet's a little unstable. Yeah, You're good. But I got you. All right, thank you. So, true story, Dan Devine was quite su- supportive of walk-ons, and he was basically the person that wanted Rudy to dress for the game. And the movie in Legend of Habit is that Dan Devine was a dick and wouldn't and you know the jersey scene never happened in real life and yeah. i understand they did it for a movie effect but to kind of paint the coach in a bad light when he was the one that actually encouraged walk-ons and was the one that came up with the idea for, for rudy to dress i'm not playing that game i don't care about hollywood <laughs> i'm not playing I it so yeah i don't i don't want any divine slander this is not a divine slander on this podcast yeah, this this is a this is a pro divine podcast <laughs> what the hell's he doing <laughs> Uh, Robbie, do you know the player who was injured that Rob uh, Rudy was able to take his spot for that game against Georgia Tech? Bob Golick? No, Joe Montana. <laughs> Fucking Joe, man. Maybe no wonder why Joe's a hater. Mm-hmm. Is that real? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that's what I read. I mean... It's real according to the internet. I mean, I think it was a real, like I read an article, an actual like article about Rudy um, because I was like, all right, like I see comments that saying he's a scumbag and that, um, you know, I don't, do we want to get into the whole Joe Montana thing now? Or? Uh, let's do it after I give my least favorite. All right. So we'll just put a bow on that. All right. So we'll get into it. Yeah. Go ahead. <clears throat> Um, my least favorite scene is gonna be. I'm gonna go with the the priest giving giving him shit about going to to Notre Dame. Like it just felt so fucking unnecessary. And like I get that they were building to you know all the shit that Rudy got pushed in his face, but that one just felt like a little too too mean for me. And hate the priest for doing that. You're supposed to be supportive as a man of faith. Um, and it really just it, it was grinding my gears and it made me see, you know, it just didn't make me feel good in any way. And it just felt unnecessary. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave it at that so we can move on. Fair. Any Ani Menches for least fave? 
I would I would say Petey getting fucking murked, but that was kind of, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean <laughs> all the would yeah, that and then everyone that there the movie is painting as like uh Rudy's, you know, holding Rudy back like it does make it for a, a better underdog story. Yeah. But like in real life like how many people are going to tell like try to keep you down like that? Like Yeah. Come on. Um, so Robbie, would you like to tell us about what you heard about your close personal friend, Joe Montana? Uh, so what I've read on the interwebs and I'm just picking up one article. So maybe if you have another one, you can also chime in. He just said on a podcast, he said, well, I won't lie. Uh, Rudy got a ration of crap every time we saw him and he quit showing up to a couple of places. He said, well, you know, the locker room is pretty brutal anyway. But, you know, I mean, the Rudy story made a great movie and a lot of it was embellished. And there were a lot of things that happened. Yeah, he got in. Yeah, he got a sack. Was the crowd chanting? No. Did I throw on my jersey? No. There are a lot of truths. But there's also a lot of things that didn't happen. And then it's a movie. Remember, not all that's true. The crowd was chanting. Nobody threw in their jerseys. He worked his butt off to get where he was, but not any harder than anybody else. And then... That's all I got right now. Do you have anything? No, I just I read um, that, like, you know, he said all those things. A couple other players were kind of like, you know, like Joe's not wrong, but he like was a little bit harsher about it than like I feel like the truth is like somewhere in the middle there. Like he said that carrying Rudy off the field was like a little bit of a prank um, because like. Think about a locker room full of dudes. They probably were ragging. They rag. Everyone rags on everyone else, but they're yeah. probably ragging on Rudy all the time, like for being a tryhard and being fucking like five foot nothing. Um, so for but for him to say it was like a prank, like eh, then that's what some other players said. Like, like it, it wasn't a prank, but like it, you know they kind of ragged on him all the time. It was just it was a locker room. I, don't I, know. I feel like Joe doesn't like that the spotlight was on him for yeah. like a couple couple days. Joe Cool doesn't like other people taking a shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Joe can be Joe can be definitely a little salty. I don't think he showed up to like Super Bowl 40 or 50 MVP introductions because really? they didn't pay him they didn't pay him enough for some shit like that. Yeah, Joe could be definitely salty. Joe Joe has uh rubbed me the wrong way over you know the last couple of years with his with his antics and him picking Seattle in the NFC championship game a couple of years ago when you know his played. <laughs> so I mean you know, Joe, Joe, cool, Joe, whatever. I mean, I lay on a fucking train track for Joe Montana, but he is a little <laughs> salty. That's true. Yeah. So, so I mean, I think, um, and from the article I read, like Rudy is, for lack of a better word, like a little bit annoying. He's very like tenacious, I guess would be the word. Like where he's just, you know, like a guy who did what he did has to probably be like that i guess so he probably rubs some people the wrong way and i'm sure joe cool is just like all right dude fucking chill out like chill <laughs> out stop dude it. it's it's a fucking tuesday at yeah. 4 30 calm down chill that out um do we want to talk a little bit about what rudy got into after college the, the real rudy um yeah so i kind of want to hear about that yeah basically so he obviously he um, turned his life story into a Hollywood movie and kind of made that 
into his business. I mean, he did like a lot of um, speaking engagements um, to tell more, like I would say, white people to believe in their <laughs> dreams. <laughs> um, and one of the, I guess, one of the ventures he got into was some kind, some business. Um, I'm not sure exactly all the details, but he was he got uh, in trouble for a pump and dump scheme, which are you guys familiar with what that is? It's when you uh, pump and then you dump and then you dump. (laughs) Um, So you pump up the the price Price, of the stock and then dump it when because because, you know, it's shit and then the stock drops and blah, blah, blah. So he had he didn't go on did with Dogecoin. Yes. He, um, yeah, um, most cryptocurrencies are all pump and dump schemes. Um, but, um, he didn't go to jail or anything. He had to pay a fine, like most white collar crimes, seems like. Um, so I mean, maybe he's kind of a little bit of a scumbag, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I don't know him as a person, so I, I don't know, but he seems like he might be a little scummy. I mean, coming from that Rudiger family, I, of course. How could he not surprise me one bit? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucking Rudiger's. Yeah. Um. Apparently, Rudy also curses a lot. I read that in the article as well. I think Rudy's a shitty coach. Yeah, a shitty motivational speaker. Did you really <laughs> hear that? Yeah. Multiple uh, Reddit threads said how terrible he was when he came to their school. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I looked up, is Rudy is Rudy a shitbag in real life? That was the exact yeah. Google search. That was the exact <laughs> Google search, and you got yeah. a lot of hits, I'm sure. Yeah, tons. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. How would you boys make this movie better? Um, I would say I don't think it needs to be this long. Um, Fair. you know, we get it. You didn't get in five, six, seven, eight, nine <laughs> times. Uh, didn't need the emo shots of him every single time he get gets in. Um, I might even just cut the whole Christmas scene just because of how, like, like yeah, I we need to know he was getting his face pushed in the mud, but I feel like that was a little too much. Um, so yeah, cut it down a little bit. Maybe I'll pull that scene out. Maybe take out one or two of him opening up the the letters of denial like we get it he didn't get in like a, a bunch of times so and make it a little shorter there yeah i think i think i agree like i think that if if i was to try and make it a little better is yeah cut, cut a little a few things here and there maybe you could just make it a little more you know concise and tight i could agree with that I feel I feel like they were right in the movie, and he just kept going on like making up stuff. Yeah, and He's then like, and they cut, and then they cut my balls off, and I was like, <laughs> I'm still gonna play this weekend. <laughs> like, all right, Rudy, take it easy. Like, we we get it, <laughs> Rudy. Let me see. Let me see your balls. If this really happens, show me your nuts. <laughs> Robbie, any any suggestions from you? No, I, I would I would like to see Rudy's balls now to see if that really happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shut in that now. Make it better. Shot of Rudy's balls. Yeah. Show us Rudy's balls in the first half an hour of the movie. <laughs> um no, I agree with what you guys said. Cut it down a little bit. Um we get it. Like Benny said, you, you got rejected. Hey, join the fucking club. Um yeah. Hour and a half this movie would have been fucking dynamite. Almost two hours. 
Come on, it's saying fucking Godfather too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we play the game? Please, time. America's favorite and fastest growing game. Who should we cast Matt Damon as? Love the title. Yeah, I got we we got to come <laughs> we up have with a title every we week. We say we should, and we never do. <laughs> Um, would anyone like to go first? Rob, are you going to go so last? I'll, de- I'll defer. I can go first if you want. Oh, all right. Yeah, start us off. All right, I'm going to cast a young, lean, mean. Oh. Preteen. <laughs> drama queen, Matt Damon, as an uncredited. He'll be credited, but he wasn't in the original movie. He's going to play a referee at the Notre Dame-Georgia Tech game, hired by Rudy's brother, Frank, (laughs) to to sabotage Rudy. It's going to happen. Rudy gets in the game. They got him. Rudy's off sides. But then, no flag. (laughs) Rudy coming in for the sack, but here comes Matt Damon as the stooge. Johnny Bones. A ref named Johnny Bones takes out a switchblade and just fucking slices Rudy. <laughs> and the Achilles cuts oh, Rudy no. down in the Achilles. Rudy's out for the count, can't make the sack. And instead of getting carried off the field, he gets caught off the field by name. It's never <laughs> to be seen from again. And oh, this ended him. And Joe Montana comes out and, and just puts his balls on Rudy's face and says, See, <laughs> told you. <laughs> Should have tried so hard. Yeah. And then they, and then they, Cut the movie by by just chanting Joe, 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 <laughs> and that's it. Joe, cool, Joe, cool. <laughs> so yeah, give me Matt Damon, a young, lean preteen Matt Damon as uh, Johnny Bones, the outlaw ref who takes down Rudy at the end of the game. Wow, love it. Well, I would like to cast a young, strong, dimpled, smiling cool character as a real teammate of Rudy Joe Montana nice mm. love it love it Joe's getting a lot Joe better come on his pocket today. <laughs> he better. he's getting a lot of shine right now he's probably gonna sue us for using his name and not giving him any fucking residuals yeah, probably. exactly um, so I would cast Matt Damon as a Joe Montana a freshman hot shot quarterback who's at Notre Dame and sees through all of Rudy's bullshit. And at the end of the film, you'd think, you know, maybe maybe he'll buy into it and, and like the rest of the team. No, he's just still on the side. He's the only player that doesn't carry him off the field. He stays on the sideline with a scowl on his face. He's mad the spotlight is is not on him. It's on Rudy. And that's it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's a great that's a great casting choice. Thank you. They're, hey, they're both handsome. Please. You know it. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So like Rudy, I'm going to blow your balls completely off. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to recast with a young, fresh-faced, dimpled, mushroom-cut, <laughs> fresh out the gym, fresh out the shower, Matt Damon as Rudy. Oh. Nice. And the movie's going to take place in Boston. Oh, my Love God. It. And he's going to be a quarterback. Okay. And he's going to 
he's mopping the floors, he's solving equations, and <laughs> what happens? He goes, he walks on, but he doesn't get he doesn't get a mercy put in the game. He outperforms Doug Flutie. Nice. And who throws the bomb at the end of that bowl game? Matt Damon as Rudy. And then he gets carried off the field like a real man. I fucking love it. Wow. Boston. So he went to Boston College. Boston College. Yeah. Not Harvard. We already we already saw him there. Yeah. I remember that Damon. game. Yeah. The flute. The flute was it the flute. Flute. What was it called? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> it's called the Flutie Flute now. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just called yeah, the, the Flutie Flute, I think it was called. I think it, it was either the second or the last game of the season and Notre Dame was undefeated. And oh, even better. To, he beats BC. Notre Dame. See, yeah. come on. Oh, did they beat Miami? Oh. No. Boston College beat Notre Dame. Was it? I'm pretty sure. Let me look it up. Hey, Siri, what? What game was the Flutie Flute? <laughs> I um, thought so. Yeah, I thought it was Miami. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was down in Florida. Just remember he had that crop top jersey on. He did. <clears throat> yeah, it was. You um Hail Mary versus Miami. Tom Maybe Flutie. he did both of those things. Hell Flutie. Could have been Matt Damon. As, Should have been Matt Damon. Known as the Miracle in Miami. Uh caught triple game in 1984 between the BC Eagles and the Miami Hurricanes. 47-45 they won. Yeah. Excuse me. I mean, don't come out. You know, we're still recording football. Tri- yeah, don't come out with the football <laughs> trivia. No, I know you do know more than I do. I'm, I'm missing, I'm mixing things up. They definitely did play probably BC that year. I mean, Notre Dame that year. It was yeah, ninety three. But maybe Doug Flutie wasn't part of that. I just remember BC beating them in ninety three. Was it with a field goal? Doug Flutie was eighty four, so ninety three. Doug Flutie would have been. Yeah. Super senior. Quite old. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know, who I think who was. Wait. Oh, that's never mind. All right. I don't yeah, know what I'm it. talking about. Moving on. Guess who was on a call for that game? Joe Montana? For, for the, the Hail Mary game. Brett Musburger and Ara Parsegian. Wow. How about that? There you go. Notre, little Notre Dame tie. There you go. So you were quarter right. <laughs> I was like 10% <laughs> right. <laughs> like the two teams, that's who I was right about. That's it. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> uh, I'll edit that. I'll edit that to make it look like I knew what I was talking about. I think it was BC Eagles versus Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, let me just say a few things to make sure I could splice them in. Miami <laughs> Hurricanes. The flutey flute. <laughs> oh, sorry, I laughed. I might, I might mess you up there. No, it's okay. Um, all right. Anything else we need to say about the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity? Uh, this is a fun one. This is a fun one. This was uh, maybe one of the funnest ones we've done. I think. I yeah. hope it. They're all I fun. It, 
yeah, I hope it translates though to people that listen to it. I think so. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I feel like I personally like shit on this movie a lot during this podcast. I do love this movie. No, yeah, it wasn't bad. I don't think it was bad in any way, but uh, it's it's I, like when you like really look at it and like nitpick it, <laughs> there's a lot there. Oh yeah, yeah. I like I said, as a 11, 12, 17 year old kid, I didn't notice these things. But as a forty year old man now, I'm starting to pick up that the Rudigers are probably worse than the Manson family. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, so, but I still love the movie. Please, yeah, no, oh, great. Look at the feels, the feels, the chills, the thrills, spills. Damn it, <laughs> Buffalo Bills. I mean, I'm all over the place. It just, I mean, the score is timeless. Oh, it's timeless. I was listening to it before the show to get pumped up. Nice couple high knees. Oh yeah, a couple up downs. Up. Get those knees up. Um, I could do a coach. <laughs> oh yeah, already, yeah. yeah. All right, chill out, man. Hey, go go ice the concussion, bro. You got any, CTE now. I know. Any, any real football coach would be like, get the fuck out of my drill. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Anything else you guys want to say about Rudy or anything else? Joe Montana. Overrated. Who Rudy or Ju- or Joe Montana? Joe. Joe. Montana. Oh my goodness, Robbie! Any, anything to say to that? Cut the podcast right now. <laughs> Benny, did he's you no, see? Um, he's no oh parody. God. What'd you say? It's definitely not no parody. <laughs> did you see the Shane Gills uh, stand up on Netflix? Not yet. I'm gonna watch it this weekend. It's funny. Yeah, I wa- I rewatched the Austin one because I, I was like in and out of it in Montreal. Um. So, yeah, I watched that last weekend to prepare for it. So I'm going to watch it this weekend. Yeah, I watched that Austin thing, too. That was good. That was it was funny. Recommend it. Highly. Super duper. <laughs> well, thank you for joining and listening to us trash of uh, just a <laughs> Midwestern family. Just trying to make ends meet, you know, get by. The three coastal um, elites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we love you. Don't forget about the September sweepstakes. Uh, there's only a couple of weeks left to get entries. Send us emails, ltbwpodcast at gmail.com. See all our cool memes and such at uh let the boys watch pod on Instagram. And uh I don't know. Read us, review us, all that fun stuff. As Robbie mentioned last week, Robbie, they should follow us on wherever the button is subscribe yeah subscribe i mean please you watch fucking i i look at us we get 20 30 views and then i look at some fucking bozo trying six different coffee shops in the city getting fucking five hundred thousand views come on grow up (laughs) yelp that Up, just get fucking, fucking Starbucks like we know you're going to do. Stop exactly. It. If you want to watch something to give give a lot of views, either watch Horses Winning the Triple Crown or fucking plane just <laughs> taken off from LaGuardia. A miracle of science and aviation. Oh, my God. Hi, I'm, hi, I'm Stacy, and this is my favorite coffee shop in the city. 500,000 views. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> hey, this is me taking photos of myself on Emmett's at Grove. Yeah, oh. here I am. I'm, I'm eating pizza. <laughs> Cocksuckers.
speaking of that, Penny, did you hear that that was the last time he had pizza up until like last week? I did. And you know what? Like a couple of years ago, I probably would have been like, wow, this guy's a fucking psychopath. I never <laughs> I want to disown him like he was a Rudiger. Um, <laughs> but I live in like a pizza desert kind of. So I'm not I don't want to say I have had it since then, but it, it's only been like two or three times. It kind of sucks. Wow. I mean, I know. maybe I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. Maybe I eat it too much, but I don't think I could go that long. Two, three months. Yowza. No such thing. I wish I was like you eating it four or five times a week. Two yeah, Ben, if you if you would have said something bad about me just that, I would have just I would have John Rudiger and stole your wife. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Cut the tape. <laughs> I would have I would have made you buy a dairy farm and within a few months all those cows were dead. Yeah, on purpose. I killed all the cows. <laughs> yeah, right. Um all right, let's cut it there before we go into too much more nonsense. Thank you for listening. We love you. Robbie, tell him good night. Good night, Rudy. Who's the wild man now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> <laughs>